T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. Thanks for being a part of our day and letting us be a part of yours. we got a big one right here on the fan. 1230, number nine, UCLA, undefeated, heading into Eugene to take on the 10th-ranked Oregon Ducks. To talk about it, uh, we bring on now a man who played quarterback for the University of Oregon. He has called games for the Ducks, um, well, shoot, for a long time now, including the days when Chip Kelly was calling the plays and the head coach for the University of Oregon. Now he comes in on the opposing sideline for another trip back to Eugene. Um, Mike Jorgensen joining us. How you doing, Jorgie? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. This is uh, this is one of those games that, for fans out there, it's it doesn't get much better. You have a top ten matchup in Eugene. You have Chip Kelly coming back to Autzen Stadium. It's going to be a college game day. It's a raucous environment. What's it like for you, though, a guy who's – you've called huge games in the past. You've been on broadcast of national championships and Rose Bowls and massive you know, Civil War games. What is it like for you calling these games when you have a top-10 matchup in Autzen? Uh, you know, it, it's cool because the place is electric for games like this. And it just feels like you you get one of the these type of games that gets all of the buildup before it gets to it, and the place is electric. And it happens about once every four or five years. In fact, I, I got goosebumps just talking about it right now because I get that excited for these type of games. I can't wait. To hear the you know to hear the the team when the team comes on the field obviously and the Harley heads out there I take my headset off so I can listen to just how loud it is I I love being able to do that so I tell you Oxen is just an electric place and for a game like this with you know Chip and company coming to town and a tape of the other place is going to be off the charts and I can't wait when you take a look at this you've got a million storylines that to, to pull from but the one at least for me is that you get maybe a bit of a redemption arc for Oregon and a measuring stick after week one against Georgia. You, you, you get everything kind of lines up and the football gods will go, Hey, here's your second chance. Get back into the hunt right now. And they have the opportunity to kind of make their own destiny. When you look at a game like this, this is, it's got to at least check those boxes for you, right? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's another of the big steps that they've got to take, you know, I mean, they've got, They've got not only UCLA ahead of them, but some other very tough, in fact, what I consider to be the best teams in the league ahead of them, along with UCLA. So this, to me, is really kind of what gets things started, where, where you're able to, to measure yourself against an undefeated team, a top-10 team, uh, and if you get by UCLA, all of a sudden it's like, okay, here's what they did to Utah at home. 
We got them at home. Here's what they did to Washington at home. We got them at home. We still got to, Oregon's got to go on the road to Corvallis, which has been a tough place for anybody to play this year with half a stadium. <laughs> you know, it's just amazing <laughs> to me what what they're doing with that atmosphere. There is just fantastic. But you know, it, yeah, it is. It's it's a measuring stick. It gets you after you get that bad taste out of your mouth, and I think it's out of their mouth. They're clearly beyond that Georgia game and got a good win over BYU and have played some solid football. I thought they played maybe their best game last week, frankly, uh, down in Arizona, just from start to finish and everywhere in between and really containing a pretty powerful uh, Arizona offense, anyway, that scores points. Oregon did a really nice job overall, defense, offense, for the most part, special teams, but they're going to have to do it again this 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 week and big time against the UCLA team that's dangerous. Frankly, you know, just dangerous. You know, I, I remember the first Rose Bowl team that Chip Kelly had, uh, and when they went down there, they saw Ohio State, and Chip Kelly was like looking up, kind of in awe at, at all of those Ohio State linemen, and he said, you know, I want to get me some of those guys. Well, he, he got them down at UCLA. Uh, how do you look at the, the battle in the trenches where we know Oregon's offensive line is – good they're one of the best units in the country but ucla manhandled utah and that that, that doesn't happen very yeah. often what do you think of about this matchup of, of the offensive and defensive lines against oregon because they got some big dudes in the middle yeah i i think that's where this game and it's probably the obvious thing that that we're all going to say when we look at this game is that's where this game's going to be won on both sides of the ball for both teams frankly you know to be able to contain or try to limit the big play abilities of both of these teams. Both teams love to run it, absolutely love to run it, and take a lot of pride in being able to physically just manhandle the other team at the line of scrimmage. And then you get two quarterbacks that move well, are being extremely efficient right now, can, can rip off an 80-yarder just like that if you're not careful, either one of them. Uh, it's going to be in the trenches, and it's going to be, you know, Oregon continuing to see if they can – protect Bo Nix, and Bo Nix makes some of that protection work with his legs. But frankly, he's doing a great job, I think, of staying in the pocket. So you've got to be able to block. Oregon's only given up a sack. DTR is another one of those elusive quarterbacks that can completely frustrate a defense. But it is, it's in the trenches, frankly. Both of these offensive lines and both of these defensive lines are going to go back and forth at each other. And you know, UCLA's defense has been really good when they can control the run. They didn't have a, a, you know, for the most part with Utah, they did a pretty good job. But when you look at what they've done this this season, when the games have been close with South Alabama, with Utah, those two teams were able to run the ball pretty well. Nobody else has. So Oregon's going to have to establish a run, but UCLA is going to have to do the same thing too. With things being so close across the board, obviously the quarterback play, I, I think, is going to be one of those ones where Knicks is going to have to rise up to the level of DTR. But I think the thing that kind of goes unsaid or under-discussed as the further you get removed from the, the the early season for Oregon was the tackling issues. When I look at this game, as much as it's going to be decided between the trenches, quarterback play, all that, the thing that I always look for in Oregon in this season is how su- successful and efficient are they tackling in open field? How successful are they at, at stopping the big breakout plays? And that's what UCLA has really been able to do lately is break tackles and keep – drives going in the open field, make a guy miss, turn a five-yarder into a 12-yarder, keep things going. How much of of Oregon over the last couple of weeks give you confidence that they're not going to necessarily make the same mistakes that they made early in the year in that vein? Yeah, I, I mean, to me, they I, I feel like they're getting much better at it because they've seen a lot more teams 
that love to get their skill players out out in the open on the wide receiver screens, even on the swing screens to a guy like Charbonnet. They saw it with Washington State. They saw it with Arizona. They're going to see it with UCLA, frankly, where they like to get guys like Casimir Allen, Jake Bobo, out in the open field and making plays and you know hitting their tight end on some plays and that type of deal. But it's been one of those things where I think Oregon's done a great job the last two to three weeks tackling in the open field with those athletes on the opposing team's offense because they've begun to see it on a consistent basis. And that's what they're going to see with UCLA. Frankly, I think it's going to be one of those ones where both these teams, keep in mind, have had a bye. And so they're going to craft up some early drive plays that the opposing team has not seen so far this season. And I think that's what I'm really curious with is, you know, it's always the speed of the game that both offenses start with, with the scripted plays and the scripted drives. And the defense always seems to look look like they're on their heels to begin with. And then how do they settle in after that? But again, who does what, who pulls out, whatever out of their sleeve in those first two or three drives. And remember last year, UCLA jumped on top really quick in the Rose Bowl, 14 nothing, just like that, and Oregon was digging out of the hole. Um, I'd like to see Oregon jump up on top this week and, and see if UCLA can dig out of a hole in a place where they're playing, at, frankly, with a crowd. You know, they haven't played in front of a crowd like this before all season long. Five of their games, of their six games at home, small crowds in that big Rose Bowl, and you know, they went to Colorado for the other one. It's going to be a dip, different atmosphere, and we'll see what the weather does, too, guys. I mean, yeah. that's, neither team has played in the rain yet, so what's that do to all that goes on? So, Wait, Don yeah, Essig yeah. tells we'll, me it never rains in Otson, though. That's right. <laughs> well, right when he's talking, it'll hopefully stop. It's one of those ones, it's one of those ones guys. There's, there's so many little subplots to this game, but two teams that are a lot alike. Playing great offense, playing really good defense, skill players out in the open. They're both going to have to play in the rain. They love to run the ball, and I can't wait to have these two teams slug it out. You know, you know, it's interesting that that you say that because there's there's li- quite literally big playmaker. And this is a two part question. I hate two part questions, but I'm going to have to do it to you. Um, the <laughs> big receiver on the outside for UCLA, Jake Bobo, six five, two twenty. He he is an mm-hmm. absolute animal. Um, how do you how do you go about sewing him down? Is this going to be a game where we may see as as we did at times last uh, in in the last game we saw Christian Gonzalez kind of flip sides and, and follow Jacob Cowling uh, 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 along the field every now every so often? Do you think we see Christian Gonzalez locked up on on Jake Bobo, or are they going to play him straight? Yeah, that's my expectation. I mean, you just took the words right out of my mouth when you were going through that process. Is I just I think they're going to put Gonzalez probably on whoever the top receiver is for the opposing team. And, you know, Bobo's in trouble. I mean, he's, he's big. Uh, he's been a great, great guy for them to be able to get through the transfer portal from Duke. I mean, it's just unbelievable where this guy come from. And you put him in, in conjunction with Allen, who's the speed guy, the quick guy, the dangerous kickoff returner. And it's tough to defend. I mean, who do you put on Allen then, who has more yeah. catches than Bobo? Bobo tends to have – the bigger catches and the TDs that go with it, but it's a tough matchup. And that's why they're scoring 42 points a game. That's why they, you know, they're putting up 500 yards plus a game from a standpoint of total offense, a lot of it through the air, but great balance as both teams have. But uh, that's what I expect them to do to answer your question, to put Gonzalez on Bobo. And then, you know, hopefully with Manning being back from, uh, being thrown out of the the, the the Arizona game from targeting. It happened in the first half, so you get him back in this game. Hopefully other guys can handle Casimir Allen, but 
that wide receiver screen, tunnel screen, jailbreak screens, everything else that's going to happen on the outside, you got to tackle. And it goes back to the thing that you mentioned before, tackle, tackle, tackle in this game. It's going to be, I tell you, both teams are going to have to do it. I, I, I was a pro. I broke up my two-part question. My second part of it, now I'm just going to give it to you separately, is are we going to see the other, like, is this a chance that we could see another freak show who is a transfer portal guy, but we've only seen him, I think, one time against Eastern Washington. Caleb Chapman is the same build as Jake Bobo is. And I think people like forget, because we haven't seen this guy, the Texas A&M transfer, he's 6'5", 220 as well. Are we going to finally see him kind of unlocked in this offense? He's been battling a hamstring all season long. Yeah, it's just it, it's a matter of how good he feels, I think is what it is. I mean, I, I get a chance to see him early in, in – uh, in August when they were going through their full camp pieces of it and that type of deal, their preseason camp. And he looked great. I mean, he did. He's a big body. He's a, a chase Coda type of guy, maybe even a little bit more physical. And, and he's a tough guy to defend not like Bobo is for UCLA, but we haven't seen him consistently or at all on the field. And it's just a matter of help. You know, they got to figure out what type of help he's going to be in before they can put him in. And I look forward to the chase Coda matchup with UCLA too. I think that's going to be a, yeah. Uh, a tough one for him. He's happy to be here. We're happy to have him. But at the same time, he spent some good years down at UCLA. Now going against some former teammates, that's got to be tough as well. All right, Jorgie, uh, who's picking for game day? Do you know? Uh, Is it you? No, I don't. It's not going to yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be? <laughs> yeah. I'll just make my I'll make my pick up in the press box while we're doing all that stuff. You guys, uh, what do you think? Oh, I don't know. Like, they've gone through everybody so far. I mean, is Sabrina? That makes the most sense. I mean, she's, she's, she's in town, too. Oh, she is. She's, she's yeah. going to be in town for yeah. a camp. She yeah. is in town. Okay. Yeah. So I, I town, would go with Sabrina. I'm expecting her. Yeah. I'm you, expecting that's her. A good, that's a good one, too. But you know what? Yeah. You're my close second, Jorgie. Okay, thank you. Love you, man. Mike Jorgensen, love love you you too, man. man. Uh, He's the color analyst for for the Oregon Ducks. Uh, Hear him on the call right here on the fan Saturday. Uh, Their coverage picks up at 1030 right after uh, Dirt, Anthony Newman, and I get off the air. Thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, guys. Go Ducks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.